0: What to do with an older PC or Mac? Maybe you can give it a new life with Chrome OS Flex. That's our textination. Joining us from Google are Thomas Riedel, Director of Product Enterprise and Education, and Forrest Smith, Product Manager for Chrome OS Flex. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Let's start out with an overview of what Chrome OS Flex is. I don't know which one of you wants to take this
1: first. Uh, I'm happy to, to start and you know Forrest can 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 pile on on top. So yeah, so we, we're excited to be here today. F- thanks for including us in, in in your show. Chrome OS Flex is something that we announced earlier this week, and it really builds on a lot of the stuff that we have been working on at Google uh, around Chromebooks and the Chrome OS operating system. What what you find us do is that we've really wanted to make our mission to bring accessible computing to everybody. We found this with Chromebooks. It's been a really good run uh, to really get computing in the hands of kids, at schools, in the hands of consumers, right? Via retail, for example, at Best Buy. And we found out there's something that's really missing. We've been excited about our user experience, but it was very hard to get, get to try it, to use it, if you didn't actually buy a device, what we call a Chromebook. And now we've been able to actually get you this experience on your existing Windows on Mac devices by taking the Chrome OS uh, system and letting you install it. And you might, ha- you might ask yourself, so why do you want to do this, right? Why, why is this something that you would want to replace your Windows system with? Well, what we found is that with our system, your computer is much faster. It's much easier to use. It's a very familiar operating system, a familiar interface. Uh, most importantly, you don't need antivirus software. It's really secure. It updates automatically. And so it's, people are always surprised when they first try it. You know, they're used to long boot up times. Oftentimes they, they figure out like, what do we really do with our Windows device over the years when it gets older? I probably have to buy a new one, right? And that there's a lot of, just a lot of overhead, right? You have to deal with a lot of things when your computer gets older. And the thing we found is with our system, you can effectively get what a lot of people tell us feels like a new computer when they put our stuff on.
0: That's interesting. So describe for us, uh, maybe Forrest, how this is completely different from what you've had available for people to, to use before, people who tinkered and tried to run the Chrome on a, on a notebook, the
2: Chrome OS. Yeah, so um, Chrome OS Flex is really... I would say a, a rebuild and a, um, an exciting, new future-facing version of CloudReady, which exists today and is still available. Um, that's an operating system which is based on the open source Chromium OS. So it shares a huge amount, that same technical foundation and code base with Chrome OS, um, but we built it um, as a company called Neverware before we joined forces with Google and joined the Chrome OS team about a year or so ago. Um, and in some ways, a lot of what we're doing is the same. It's not completely different than that product, than Cloud Ready. Um, the core hypothesis that Chrome OS has so much to give and so much value for a lot of folks, even if they're not ready right away to buy a brand new Chromebook, um, has stayed the same. We want to make it easy to get these things, if you want them, to join this Google ecosystem, um, regardless of whether new hardware purchases in your immediate future. Um, but the things that are different are some of what we're most excited about. Um, what we spent the last year really doing is planning and then rebuilding CloudReady as Chrome OS Flex so that it would be a true first-party Chrome OS product um, supported by Google for organizations that use it by the same exact teams, the same infrastructure, released on the same exact cadence, those four-week release cycles that make Chrome OS um, always evolving, always improving, Um, always getting more secure, are also the same on Chrome OS Flex. Um, And we've been able to bring the official Google Chrome browser instead of an open source Chromium browser to this build as well. So Chrome OS Flex lets you um, really have that best-in-class browser experience with all the features and attachments that make it feel like a true Google experience. So that might be Google Assistant integration or um, things like... um, you know, geolocation working exactly the way you would expect it to on a Chromebook. These are just some of the differences that we've been able to close with Chrome OS Flex compared to Cloud Ready.
0: So is this available to anyone or who is it going to be available to? I know I know, it's free.
1: That's right. So most importantly, yeah. it's free to download for anybody. Um, I think that the thing to keep in mind is this is not, you know, like installing an app. It's definitely a little bit more involved if you want to replace your operating system. But if you want to go ahead, you can do that today. You can go to our website, you look for Chrome OS Flex on Google and will pop up and then you can download it and put it on any Windows or Mac device you have lying around. We initially, when we now launched this, we are targeting schools and companies, larger small enterprises. So they are able to try this because oftentimes they have a lot of these devices lying around. They oftentimes have a, a lot of these, yeah, you know, Windows devices or Mac devices they would like to give a new life. But if you're at home, you want to try this out. You're, you know, familiar what it means. Maybe to, you know, install Windows on a new device or an old device, and you, you know, try this out a bit. It is very easy. It takes five minutes. You put it on a USB stick, and you boot from it, and you're good to go.
0: Well, step us through the process here of of uh, installing this and using it. whichever sure. one of you wants to take. Yeah, maybe first. I can do that.
2: Um it's, it's a process that, like Thomas said, I would say it's tuned to kind of the IT admin level of knowledge. But as, as we're telling you, it's not limited to those folks. Um, and that's really because it involves, at the beginning, um, going through and having access to BIOS or UEFI, that firmware level of a PC where you might need to make a couple of tweaks. So the first stage is um, you go to that website, you, you find Chrome OS Flex on Google properties and um, we'll walk you through this. And it starts with having a USB stick that you can use for this process. It needs to be eight gigabytes or larger. Um, And you use a Google Chrome extension called the Chromebook Recovery Utility and you select Chrome OS Flex as the image you wanna put on that USB stick and you get guided through that process. Once you have that USB stick, we start to call that an installer, a Chrome OS Flex installer USB. And that's because it contains the operating system and you can boot from the operating system on that USB and use it to install optionally. Um, So you have that USB installer, you plug it into the computer that you'd like to convert or run Chrome OS Flex on, which does not need to be the same as the device that you made the USB on. Um, And um, we walk you through in our install guide, Pressing what we often call a boot key, which is a special key that varies from manufacturer to manufacturer, and it'll actually interrupt startup and it'll point the device at that USB instead of at the internal hard drive or SSD and let you boot into a full Chrome OS Flex environment. And from there, you get the choice. You can try it out running uh, live, we call it, off the USB, which has some limitations. It might be a little bit slower, but it also just runs off the USB. So it preserves everything on your local machine. Um, Or if you're feeling confident, if you like what you see, if you know that you're proceeding uh, to install a computer where you're comfortable erasing all that local data, you can choose to install it. And that will completely replace Windows or Mac OS that's already down there and give you instead a Chrome OS Flex install that boots directly from the hard drive or SSD of that device. And um, you can then from there forward, remove the USB and run it kind of the way you would expect a Chromebook to, turning it on and seeing Chrome OS Uh, as a UI and logging in with your Google user or a managed account from your school or business.
0: And then you could use that same USB to install on another machine if you choose to?
2: Yeah, that's right. And actually um, that's one of the things that when organizations do rollouts of this becomes really scalable. You can have one USB and use it on a dozen machines, or you could have a dozen USBs and use it on a couple hundred machines. Um, we've seen some customers do rollouts of this where they make kind of a small army of USB sticks, and then they reuse that across a small army of IT administrators over the course of a couple of days, and they convert hundreds or even thousands of machines this way, reusing those same USBs over and over again.
0: And the capabilities would be, Identical, pretty much, to what you'd have on uh, if you went out and purchased a Chromebook, or
2: yeah. So one of the things we pride this on is that we really think the user experience and that Chrome OS UI is really already great, and we love where Google has taken it. That was what caused us to make cloud ready even back before uh, we were part of the organization. Um, so we want to keep those experiences as similar and close together as we can. Um, so the desktop UI, the login experience, all of the Google user profile syncing, and kind of that magic of a cloud-focused OS where um, your profile follows you from device to device, all works exactly the same. Uh, that includes the Chrome browser, which makes up on Chrome OS, and Chrome OS Flex such a huge portion of not only the experience that a user has, but also the security posture of the machine. Um, One thing that is different and that we like to make sure people understand is that the Google Play Store which brings Android apps into Chrome OS is not something that we put into Chrome OS Flex at this point. Um, So that application augmentation that experience of sort of running a second OS on top of the first OS um, is something that you will find if you go to uh, a new Chromebook or you have a device yourself. um, But on a Chrome OS Flex device won't be present. That's one of the really key differences that we like to make sure people know.
0: So describe for people who may not be familiar with Chromebooks or the Chrome OS, what they can do with this, what they can't do with it.
1: So maybe, yeah, but I, I, I can take a shot at this. Um, you know, oftentimes people feel like um, they need all the apps from many, many moons ago, right? That they have installed at some point on the Windows machine. And it's so important to keep that up. But at the same time, one thing one thing realized with Chromebooks is that, you know, once you're in this familiar browser interface, you basically have everything you think you could possibly need. You got your bookmarks, you got your passwords, you got everything, and then you have all the websites you're going to, right? And it's it feels very familiar very quickly. If you think about it, Chromebooks and Chrome OS Flex are really identical in that user experience. Uh, when we have worked with users and show them the experience, they couldn't tell the difference. So I think the way I would like to answer your question is, really, what is the Chrome OS experience like? Because it is pretty much identical with what Flex is offering. Sure. And what we found with the Chrome OS experience is that it it people are just so surprised they they get a Chromebook or a Chrome OS Flex device for the first time. And the way they experience it is they sign in with their Gmail account, right? They have an existing Google account um, because they already have their email on it, let's say, right? They sign in and immediately within two clicks, they're in the Chrome browser. They have all their personal preferences from at some point, maybe the colors of the the browser they decided to use all the way to, yeah, the bookmarks, as I said, and, you know, autofill with their credit cards. Everything just feels like it's their own. I remember I gave my niece uh, a Chromebook a while back and then uh, you know she, she visited us and then she got a different Chromebook from me and she signed in and she was like, "Oh my God, Thomas, you know it's my computer. I don't know what happened right? It's already here but you gave me a new device. And so really uh, you know a lot of people they don't recognize that we are able to have you like with your preferences, with what, what you would like to use your computer for, we're able to have you take this with you and use it in any Chromebook. Uh, and that's really the experience we find people see. They sign in with Google account and it's theirs immediately. And the most important thing about this is it's worry-free computing because you know the, it remains just as fast after years than it was on day one. The experience is such that you don't have to worry about installing stuff, right? You don't have to install an antivirus scanner. You don't have to install you know, additional malware protection or whatnot, right? A lot of the things that you immediately get... Offered by your computer maker, maybe when you have a Windows device, you all you do is you know in the morning you open your computer, you go to the websites you love, and then you close it again. And the interesting thing is, we have built a way for ChromeOS Flex and Chromebooks that you also get updates in the background. And it's interesting, right? Oftentimes when you get a Windows update or a Mac update, the computer asks you, "Can you tell me when you're not going to use this thing?" <laughs> because I'm going to need it, you know. I'm going to need it for a couple hours probably. Uh, So why don't you just give me a time slot where you may be sleeping? Uh, We don't do that. Uh, The way we work with updates, we think it has to be completely hidden from the user. They shouldn't have to worry about it. It shouldn't be a tax. What happens is we download the update in the background and then um, next time, let's say you close the computer and you open it back up, it's just there. It's, It's just installed it we have found a way to do that. And so really the main thing that we found just so magical every time, you know, we, sh- we show somebody new that hasn't used Chromebooks before the experience, it's about it not having to think about it. You know, it just works. You, you're in a familiar interface and you you basically use it, going to websites, uh, going doing your emails, right? We have office software on the device. So you can do your letters and presentations, whatever you might want to do. You go to Spotify, Netflix, all of that just works. And then uh, the computer is really just taking care of itself for the maintenance stuff.
0: Things like the video conferencing, such as what we're doing now, that that would work on this
1: too. 100%. So I'm right now talking to you from a Chromebook. Uh, We support all the video conferencing services, obviously, so Google Meet that we're using a lot internally at Google. A lot of schools are using Google Meet on their Chromebooks, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, right? You, you name it. All of that works really well.
0: So tell me what people should know about
1: which machines,
0: how far back they can go, this will work on and what they won't uh, work on.
1: Yeah, for us, how far back have, have have we seen people go? It's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, very far back is possible. And some of this is, um, you know... I'm sure I don't have to tell anybody here or any listeners, there are a huge variety of PCs out there in the world dating back really far. Um, I think, you know, if you really want to push the envelope and just see what even boots, you can, we, we hear people tell kind of interesting stories about old devices in the 13 year range. Um, we tend to guide people that 10 or even maybe a little bit more years um, is possible that those may be devices that for the right set of use cases um, can work just fine. Um, so the way that we uh, approach this huge variety of devices uh, dating back from, you know, anything a couple of months old all the way up to 10 or more years um, can work. We try to go even a little further and give people more guidance. So we work on what we call a certified model system. That means that we work really hard to make Chrome OS Flex compatible with the widest variety of hardware we can to help the most people we can use it. But then we go one step further and we focus in on the particular devices, the specific models and model numbers that we think are most common out there in the world, especially for our customers in school organizations and businesses. And we actually we acquire copies of those machines. We have a huge lab uh, with you know years and years and years worth of devices um i think that on the current stable version cloud ready that we're still supporting while we get chrome os flex up and running we have over 400 devices that are considered certified and we actually manually and automatedly test and maintain and uh kind of curate these devices to get rid of any headaches to maintain a really high standard of quality release over release so as chrome os gets better and more secure with every update we also keep these devices working Um, so hundreds and hundreds of devices, not on that certified models list will work. Um, and we always encourage folks who feel confident in knowing what they're doing to explore those devices. But for those who want no surprises for the organizations that really depend on these devices, um, we, we, we have this certified models list to give people kind of a more guaranteed experience that they can count on and that we feel like we can be really, um, really supportive of them as they go through mission critical stuff for their organization every day.
0: But I assume not everything that's built into a typical notebook that's not a Chromebook uh, is not going to be accessible through through this. Or correct me if I'm wrong. Are you using local storage at all? Uh, whatever storage is in yeah, the machine.
2: Yep. This is a great question. Um, so for most things, the. Overall model for Chromebooks versus PCs is pretty similar. The operating system does live on that local storage. You can have, um, in both cases, kind of a cache of local files. It's really more where the emphasis is when it comes to local storage. So where a PC might encourage you to keep all of your files locally or or the majority of them there, Chromebooks and Chrome OS Flex will really try and steer you towards cloud storage and Google Drive first and foremost, and then maybe just have kind of a temporary collection in a downloads folder or a couple of extra folders locally, um, kind of a staging area before you back things up and think first and foremost about the cloud. Um, There are some, what I would call, kind of vestiges of legacy PCs that I know for some people are still important that. Won't really make sense in a Chrome OS Flex setting. So if you have a CD or DVD drive on a device that you convert, um, you may not find that that does you a lot of good on an operating system like Chrome OS Flex, where you know for Chromebooks they really started in the era where those were going away, and so you know we don't we don't build around PC uh, CD drives and DVD drives in the same way. Um, but otherwise, by and large, you know the resources that are there are what we use. This certainly won't turn a ten-year-old computer with. Um, not enough RAM into a blazingly fast brand new one, but it it will really free the device from some of the more heavyweight uh, local computing tasks and let it be kind of running something that's lightweight and tuned to run on lighter weight hardware. So, you know, it often breathes a little bit of new life into an older device.
0: But some things like, uh, obviously, uh, Thomas, you're using a headset, you're plugged in here. Um, that's right. Things, things like headsets or a microphone that would plug into a USB port. Uh, those oh, things would typically. Yeah. Work.
2: Those absolutely work.
0: Yeah. And I'd like to highlight once again the the security advantages that that are available here. If you can go over those for us, because that's obviously a big concern to a lot of people today.
1: That's right. And maybe I I, I could start here with the high level benefits, and then you know Forrest can 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 add on. For us, security has always been the guiding principle. That's one of the reasons we started Chrome OS many years ago. For us, security was something that we felt like at the time was outsourced to the user and the user had to take care of it all the time, right? So it was—it always felt like a burden on us. When you start a computer up, you have to install all the software to protect you. I remember way back in Windows, you had to install a firewall and this, right, an antivirus, and it always felt like a real chore. And most importantly, I, as a user, I actually never felt like the system really protected me. I was like, something I must have forgotten, you know, or what happens if I click on a wrong link or I download something that's not right. So I always felt a little bit unease, even though, you know, I've, you know, studied computer science and have deal with this stuff every day. So this is the core principle in Chromebooks where we want to take that worrying uh, just out of the equation. And so for us, security means a lot of things. Security means when you are uh, browsing on websites, we automatically alert you that a website might not be what it pretends to be. You know, sometimes it's phishing with your banking emails. Sometimes the website pretends it's your um, it's, it's your online bank or a booking website or whatnot. And then you enter your personal information, it gets stolen. We have ways to alert you. We have a database we keep up to date. It's called Google Safe Browsing. So we always look out for you in case you you get into trouble by getting an email, right, from somebody that pretends they're not, things like that. So number one on the email, on the on the internet side of things, we're really careful that um, and and really proactively uh, keep you safe. The other thing we're doing, it's also we're protecting you from downloading viruses, downloading programs that might steal your data. Or oftentimes we hear people getting ransomware attacks, right? Which is a really problem. You download a program and that program turns your device into into effectively a brick until you pay. That is not something that's possible on Chromebooks because we have a system that protects you both when you download a file that we're scanning it, that then you also can't, you can't really install it. It's not a thing you can do on Chrome OS, but then, you know, in the, in the worst, we always look at worst case scenarios. Let's say somebody has access to your computer physically and they try to mess with it for God knows what reason. We also have a way to detect that and then alert you and say, by the way, somebody tampered with your computer and you know, we can actually give you a fresh version of the operating system to keep you safe. So that's really how we think about this. It's basically three layers, right? It's a lot of stuff you're doing on the internet. We want to keep you safe where we can from these websites. You're downloading apps. You're downloading potential viruses. We block that immediately. You can't do that. And third is when somebody actually has access to your machine, we also have ways to protect you.
0: Terrific. Now, just before we wrap up, there are certain things that this would not be appropriate for people who need certain applications, obviously, and and work with them, right? Can you give us a little bit of an overview of what people shouldn't be expecting to do with this?
2: Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think there's maybe two versions of the answer to this. When we talk about Chrome OS Flex and sort of converting the device that you already have, um, one of the, a couple of the most important things to keep in mind will be, um, First of all, at the moment, because we're, we're, we're releasing this in what we call early access, we're really trying to get it out to the people who might care, might give us great feedback early. Um, the most important thing that it shouldn't be used for is anything, you know, really essential or mission critical. We're really excited about it. We think it's going to get better incredibly fast, but it is not something that we consider to be available and fully stable today cloud ready is available out there in the world for a more stable experience. And I would recommend that for anybody who um, is more in a production deployment phase versus a tinkering and exploring phase. Um, Secondarily, I would say there's some categories of devices that this is not as well tuned for. um, So uh, really heavy duty, serious gaming devices might be better off staying where they are. Um, that kind of hardware is not necessarily where we put our time. Uh, it may work, but it may not work as well as folks hope. And I think that performance tuning, that sort of hot rod approach, um, you know, is something that people using those gaming care a lot about. Um, we also don't have as strong a support for the last couple of years of newer Mac laptops. So while older MacBooks may work great, and um, we have some of those devices in that certified list, um, more recent MacBooks, including with their updated chips, are not going to boot or may not work well on Chrome OS Flex. So we tend to steer people away from those as well. Um, One thing I'll note, though, is we go go, uh, way out of our way to try and give people this guidance in our documentation. So there's really great links in our install guide to information about things we know won't work or things that people should be cautious and aware of. Um, So anybody who wants to give this a try, I would really encourage them to take a look at those things and read carefully. We try and be really transparent so that folks' expectations are met and that they know what they're, um, what they're working with, with Chrome OS Flex.
0: And people, if they would want to be, say, editing photos or videos, things like that, will they, will they be able to do it on this?
1: Yeah, so, so we, have, we have a range of applications that allow you to do this either locally um, or in, in the cloud. So we have, we have partners such as in, in this case, Clipchamp and Photo and, and Photopea and Adobe. They all offer these services where you, can, um, where you can easily take your photos and videos and edit them. Um, it is very similar to an experience you might have with iMovie. It just means you just have to go to a different website. Um, we have a really great collection of all these apps online that we recommend. And so when you go to Chromebooks.com, they you actually see all these apps that we recommend for things that you just mentioned. Great photo editors, video editors. Uh, you know, gaming is, is, is a big one that, that Forrest says maybe locally doesn't work as well, but we have fantastic cloud gaming partners that are actually ga- giving you much more horsepower than you could ever get on your device. So we really have apps for, for everybody.
0: Well, this is pretty exciting. It's going to save a lot of uh, computers from being... Tossed in the heap, I suppose. <laughs> that, that, Hope that, so, exactly. That's the goal here. So where do people go for more information and maybe to give this a try?
1: So I think the, the best way to, to do that, uh, if you really want to check it out, is you can just put in Chrome OS Flex in your Google uh, search, and then it will, it will just pop up. Uh, another way to do it is you just go to Chromebook.com, and then uh, we'll, we'll guide you from there.
0: Terrific. Thomas Riedel and Forrest Smith, thank you for taking the time with us.
1: Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks. It's been great talking.
0: Now this, it takes a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers.